And joining us now to discuss all of this is General Jack Keene, Fox News Senior Strategic Analyst. General Keene, uh, let's get right to it because these images are heartbreaking, um, seeing hospitals leveled. And it's the 18th hospital there that the Russian forces have leveled in Ukraine, also hitting shopping malls. Uh, what do we do? Well, first of all, uh, so our audience understand the Russian military doctrine is, is not only to defeat the uh, the enemy's military, but it's also to defeat uh, the people. And so they they use the same weapon systems on the people as they do on the military. And, and the intent is to break their will and force the country's leaders to capitulate. So that is that is what we're seeing. It is horrific, and they did this in Grozny in, in 2000. They killed over 8,000 uh, non-combatants, innocent women and children, and um, and elderly people. And in Aleppo in Syria in 2015 and 2016, and Idlib province, it was tens of thousands. Uh, entire towns wiped out. They would actually use deep penetration bombs. Uh, to penetrate below the surface to, to uh, destroy underground hospitals that the Syrian people put there, the medical staff, as protection from air attack. So no surprise here that, uh, regrettably, we saw a hospital that's on the surface that, that had been eliminated, along with every all other types of obviously, civilian residences and commercial activities. This this is their way of war. So where do you see this going, first of all? Because we know that the Ukrainians have had some success against them. They've knocked down, you know, a number of Russian planes, number knocked out a number of Russian commanders, according to reports. Could Putin get desperate? And is this a sign of his desperation? And is it going to get worse? First of all, the Ukrainians are doing a very good job. Uh, they've... Uh, Russia's launched another offensive today to try to take Kiev, and on uh, all indications, uh, they didn't fare too well. The Ukra- Ukra- uh, Ukrainians did very well against it, and they still haven't taken a, a major city. Uh, they don't have air superiority, obviously. We're shooting down, Ukrainians are shooting down their airplanes. It's really quite quite remarkable, and that's why it's so important to get all the resupplies and arms and munitions that the Ukrainians need, because as this drags out, they need more. And, and that's obviously the case. The, the Russians can, can obviously have considerably more arms and munitions than the Ukrainians would ever hope to have. So that that is absolutely critical. I, I believe we've got to stand up to Putin here. Uh, we've done a couple of good things, certainly organizing the, uh, the sanction campaign and getting uh, – getting most of the EU countries to participate, uh, strengthening uh, NATO. All of those have been good things. But we worry too much about what what Putin's thinking and uh, is he going to get provoked. And this fiasco recently uh, with uh, the Polish uh, MiGs that they wanted to send and give to the Ukrainians, and at the last minute they, they got spooked and asked the United States to do it. And then the United States said, no, we're not going to do it. And the fear of that is that somehow that's going to escalate and Putin will take some adverse action. We have got to stop thinking like that uh, if we want to have a favorable outcome here. 
there's not much difference in terms of weapons and what they're doing on the battlefield, whether it's a, a weapon in the air or a weapon on the ground. Uh, stingers, uh, anti-tank weapons, artillery weapons, these are all things that we've given them to, given them, given them to Putin. And, and we shouldn't be thinking about what is going on in his mind and, and what's going to provoke him. What's right for the Ukrainian military and what's right for the Ukrainian people is, is what should be driving us. I'm not suggesting that the United States is going to commit our own troops to do anything. We've already made that decision. But we've also made a decision, I, I thought I heard the president say loud and clear, that we're going to do everything in our power to help the Ukrainian people defend themselves. Well, you're not doing it when you're not providing fighters that another country is willing to do and, and, and facilitate that so the Ukrainians can use them. So you absolutely believe that they should get the planes. You know, it's interesting, General Jack Keane, our, our friend, Jennifer Griffin, of course, uh, the great correspondent there who covers the Pentagon for Fox News, asked that question today of Admiral Kirby. Like, what's the difference between us supplying, you know, javelins and stinger missiles versus a plane? And he kind of, you know, said, well, there's a higher risk. But, you know, it, you're right. Do you believe now is the time to really fully arm the Ukrainian people, because just as you said, the Russians are trying to get the capital city. I mean, just think about what the, I know John Kirby very well. He's a great guy. He's, just, he's echoing what his bosses are thinking. And, and I think it's really what the administration is thinking, frankly, not necessarily the Pentagon. But they're thinking, well, Putin will think that there's a difference between a fighter and uh, a fighter aircraft and an, and an anti-tank weapon and a stinger missile. Of course, there is, but he will lend more weight to it, and therefore that could escalate. Well, that we're worrying far too much about what he's thinking as opposed to what's right for the Ukraine people, and that's what we got to focus on. I mean, we're all watching this every single day, watching the suffering that's taking place here and the innocent loss of life that's taking place here. Let's give these Ukrainian uh, fighters and their people every chance that we possibly can. And that, that's, in my judgment, we're at a stage where that's, that's a moral imperative. It is absolutely the right thing to do. And General Jackin, you believe um, supplying those MiG jets via Poland, um, that that actually would be very instrumental from a military standpoint for the Ukrainians? Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I think the Poles got spooked. And that's why they say, oh, we're, we're not going to do it. Uh, we'll give them to the Americans uh, and let them uh, give them to the Ukrainians. And then uh, somebody in the administration, I think it was the uh, press secretary, said, well, we can't have Americans flying uh, MiG fighters into uh, Ukraine. That, there was no plan to do that. The Ukrainians will come and pick them up, just like they're picking up uh, eight uh, anti-tank weapons and, and stinger missiles at the border, the Polish uh, Ukraine border or the Romanian U Ukraine border that we're doing. I mean, we're seeing demons here where there are none. I mean, Putin is obviously a very bad guy. I'm not suggesting that. But we can't let his thought process drive what our support is for the Ukrainian military. That is just we're letting fear take over and paralyze us. That's not right. Do you believe that with the will of the Ukrainian people, the will led by you know President Zelensky, who I think has just been extraordinary through all of this, um, that given all the military might of U.S. and NATO, that they have a chance? You know, I, I wouldn't have said that, and I didn't say that at the beginning. I thought 
that you know the Russians are a considerable overmatch for them, and as much as they'll put up a good fight at the end, you know the Russians will likely collapse them. And and now I, I think they absolutely have a chance. There's no doubt about it. So we got to be, we got to be all in here, and uh, and just let them inspire us as to what to do. I mean, see what they're doing out there is nothing nothing short of uh, remarkable to see everyday citizens in Kiev. Uh, I was looking today on Fox how they're building barriers throughout the city. They're not running. They're staying in there building building defenses, and they've been working at it for weeks, uh, for two weeks, excuse me. So, yes, it's, it's, it's about supporting them and keeping that country alive, frankly. Yeah, absolutely, and sending a message to Putin and thugs around the world, too, who are watching. Before I let you go, General Jack Keane, how important is it also that there be great protection around President Zelensky? There's been so many of these reports of the Wagner Group, which is, you know, this Russian hit squad sent by Putin out there to try to assassinate him and other key players in Ukraine. It's so important that he stays leading the country, and boy, has he been inspiring i mean literally there oh, yeah. even at one point in his office doing an address saying i'm not running i'm not hiding well i mean yeah he's he's the man for the times he's got the world microphone for sure i'm hoping that was just a photo op in his office i have no problem with him doing that but i i think he's having meetings and reading battle reports in a bunker someplace at least someplace safe underneath the ground and look at i mean we i know we're having discussions with him at a point in time when he wants to move, if he has to get out of Kiev so he can establish his government, maybe in Lviv and in, in Western Ukraine, uh, which certainly would help him do that if necessary, covertly. Uh, if he needs to, at some point, establish it, if he loses in Ukraine, he needs to establish a government in exile outside of Ukraine uh, in a NATO country, will certainly provide him uh, the means to do that and all the protection that, that he needs. So, but, yeah, he, he is doing exactly what you would want somebody to do, and, and he's certainly inspirational, uh, not just to his own country, but I think he's had a profound impact on uh, countries around the world and their willingness to help the Ukrainian people because of him. Yeah. It has been extraordinary. And I agree with you, General. We need to give them whatever we can to support him and his people at this pivotal point, I think, for history. Uh, the great General Jack Keane, Fox News Senior Strategic Analyst, thank you so much for being on the show, General. Okay. It's always great talking to you, reader, and your audience. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.